0: The final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. He gives it back to TJ, who gives it a low
1: to Yo on the pick and roll, and Yo throws it down! The throwdown is a Yo down!
0: Time now for Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Well, how about that second half, BYU fans? Cougars dominating the final 20 minutes. They were down three at the half. 26 23, they go on to win 67 49 behind a huge performance from Gavin Baxter, the freshman, getting his very first start as a BYU Cougar. All he did was score 25 points on 10 of 14, was two of three from three point range. That's right, he hit two threes, 10 rebounds. What a starting debut for the freshman. And let's not forget, just like Greg and Mark were talking about. Nick Emery, 17 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 5 of 5 from 3. A great performance from Nick Emery. We were talking with Mark Durant in Cougar Pre-Game Live, talking about, okay, well now that Gavin, who was the spark coming off the bench... Now that he's in the starting lineup, who's going to be that other spark now to take over that role? Well, we saw Nick Emery playing well. He actually started the second half, so it'll be interesting to see if there's any more maneuvering in terms of that. But what a great performance in the second half for BYU. They end up winning 67-49. to And remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50 at PapaJohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location. Let's get to the scores. We will start locally. The University of Utah lost to Oregon two nights ago. They were hosting Oregon State tonight. The Beavers beat the Utes at the Huntsman Center 81-72. to Former Cougar Peyton Dastrup on the bench, as he's redshirting this year, uh, was uh, in town to witness Oregon State beating Utah. I'm sure he liked that. Utah State getting the win at home over UNLV 85-62. to Southern Utah losing on the road at Eastern Washington 82 to 79 and then one other local score has just gone final from the D Event Center in Ogden Weaver State defeats Sacramento State by a final score of 75 to 65. Let's get to West Coast Conference action. Overtime between Portland and Santa Clara. Santa Clara's pretty much dominated uh, the OT. They've outscored the Pilots 8 to 2 in overtime. They lead 64-58 with a minute 38 to go in in the extra period uh, at the half in Stockton Pacific trailing Pepperdine. The Waves have a four point lead after 20 minutes at 36 to 32 earlier tonight. Number four Gonzaga getting the win at home over San Diego, 85 69. The Zags now 21 2 overall, 8 0 in conference play. And St. Mary's defeats USF that game played in Moraga, 86. 280. Top 25 action. Everything is a final. Number 1 Tennessee gets the win at Texas A&M 93-76. Second ranked Duke 30 better than St. John's at 91-61. Number 3 Virginia defeats Miami 56-46. Indiana in overtime upsets number 6 Michigan State 79-75. Seventh ranked Kentucky, the Wildcats getting the win at Florida 65-54. Number 8 Nevada gets the win at home in Reno 93-73 over Boise State. Number 9, North Carolina defeats number 15, Louisville, 79-69. The Kansas Jayhawks get the win over 16th ranked Texas Tech, 79-63. Number 12, Virginia Tech defeats number 23 NC State. This score still boggles my mind every time I see it. 47-24 is the final score. Number 19, LSU loses at home. Arkansas upsets the Tigers 90-89. Number 20, Iowa State defeats Texas. Sixty-five, sixty. 60 Mississippi State gets the road win at Ole Miss 81-75 and 25th ranked Florida State defeats Georgia Tech by 10 59-49. Coming up next, we'll let you know how things fared for BYU women's basketball. They were on the road at Pepperdine today, plus BYU men's volleyball at UC Santa Barbara as we speak. We'll update that score as well. BYU gets the win tonight over LMU, 67-49. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Postgame Live. BYU gets the win, 67-49 over LMU. A career high for freshman Gavin Baxter, 25 points and 10 rebounds as he got the start for the very first time. Let's not forget Nick Emery with 17 points, including 5 for 5 from three-point range. BYU back in action Thursday night. It's kind of one of those split weeks where the Cougars will be on the road for Thursday night. They'll be at Portland then back home uh, on Saturday. So kind of an interesting travel week later in the week for BYU. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made seven three-pointers for a total of $350. That brings the donation total for the season to eight thousand three hundred. dollars and fifty dollars earlier today on the road at Pepperdine BYU after having their eleven game winning streak snapped uh, two nights ago at LMU they were in Malibu taking on Pepperdine Cougars fall to the Waves seventy nine to sixty five that's now two losses in a row for BYU BYU men's volleyball. Not having a great weekend against UC Santa Barbara. Last night, they were swept by the Gauchos. Tonight, Cougars trailed two sets to none. And in the third set, UC Santa Barbara with an 8-5 to lead over the Cougars. That's going to be a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Provo. BYU gets the win over LMU, 67-49. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room
1: Show. Doubles to the free throw line, gets to TJ, pulls, fires, scores from three. TJ Haas rattles it
0: home. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel
1: behind 25 points from Gavin Baxter with his first career double-double 25 and 10 and also 17 points from Nick Emery on a 5 for 5 three-point night. BYU is a winner over LMU tonight 67 to 49. Gavin Baxter joining us now courtside during our sport court courtside interview. Gav thanks for coming on and congrats again. Great game. Thank you. Thank you. So first career start for you tonight. Uh, I I guess uh, you find out uh, what you came back to when you came on maybe practice on Friday that you'd be starting? What did you find out you'd be starting tonight?
3: Yeah, I found out yesterday I'd be starting. Okay,
1: so, that so uh, at that point, um, anything happen with you internally, or is it just business as usual or a little more focused on a game plan? How did you kind of react to the assignment?
3: Uh, I think it's just business as usual. Like, at first I kind of thought maybe I'd have to change something because I'm starting, but I just prepare the same way. And... Uh, just because I'm starting doesn't really mean anything different. It just means I'm out there to begin the game. So um, I just made it a point to not really change my mentality or anything like that.
4: Well, Gav, it was an interesting game. I mean, you you, you played well in the first half, but it was not a good good first half for the team. And uh, all of a sudden, you come out gangbusters. What, what went on at halftime? Maybe adjustments? So what was kind of the word going into the locker room?
3: Yeah, I think it... At halftime, we were—I think we were lucky just to be down only three. Um, we missed a lot of shots, and our offense was just kind of out of rhythm. And uh, so we went into halftime, and uh, coaches said, you know, we got to have this game. Uh, this will put us second in the league. And um, it was really kind of a gut check just to see what kind of team we are. And so we came out, like you said, firing, and uh, we were able to pull it out. You knew that
1: Nick was capable of the kind of night he showed tonight, but five for five from three, so yeah. big for you guys. It was tough to make a three-point shot.
3: Yeah, um, there was like a lid on the rim in the first half, but Nick came here and took it off, and like you said, five for five from the three-point line, that's that's impressive, and so we really, really needed that.
1: Okay, first career double-double for you at 25 and 10. Uh, I guess it's unreasonable to expect this every night, but right. is, are these the kind of things you expect of yourself with these kind of minutes?
3: Um, yeah, the more minutes I play, I just the more i got to expect out of myself and uh, um, just kind of keep adjusting to the game. But um, like you said, this is um, kind of hard to expect every game, but obviously going to make my best effort to make it happen. You
4: know, those dunks are amazing. It's fun to watch. Uh, But one of my favorite plays tonight, you caught it in the middle, and I I think McClendon was trying to come in and take a charge, and you saw him, you stopped, and you raised and, and just made a little finger roll. But that kind of showed to me that uh, you're really getting a sense and a feeling about where people are. And it's just you kind of understood what was happening out there. And that's hard to get to that point. But it seems like, tell me if I'm wrong, but you're kind of feeling and it's slowing down and you're just kind of uh, understanding what's happening on the floor really well.
3: Yeah, just the more minutes I'm playing, the more the game's slowing down um, and the more I'm able just to see things open up on the floor. Um, And so that's just something for me that builds my confidence a lot.
1: Because we had to break. We've got to mention the fact that BYU made seven threes tonight. Five were nicks. The other two went to you, of course.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I guess it's just one of those nights where the three ball was going in for, for me. And it was just it was good to see those going. in. It was a good confidence booster.
1: And those were your first threes of the season that
3: you made, right? They were, yeah.
1: First two. Awesome. Hopefully more to come. Gavin Baxter with us. Our sport court court side interview continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Our Sport Court Courtside interview continues with Gavin Baxter. It is brought to you by Sport Court Champions Start Here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Gavin Baxter, 25 points, career high, 10 rebounds, career high. In a first career start, in a career high in minutes, played at 32 minutes and 26 seconds. Dave Rose told me pregame, Gav, that uh, maybe we'll try and see him keep around the 20, 25 minutes a game. But if he's uh, going really well, maybe around 30. And you got 33 almost tonight. So clearly you and coach were feeling good about you being on the floor. How does how does the wind feel, conditioning feel, and how did you feel in terms of just pacing it tonight?
3: Um, you know... I guess I played 32 minutes, but it doesn't really feel like it. Well, that's Uh, good. Yeah, so (laughs) bring them on, bring more minutes. (laughs) So yeah, um, conditioning-wise, I feel good, and um, I didn't expect to play that many, but honestly, didn't feel like it. So we're good. That's
1: great and the first two threes of your career as we noted before the break as well so you guys just wrapped up a three game homestand two and one, the one loss to Gonzaga good bounce back by the way from that on Thursday we'll talk about that in a second maybe but uh, second place in league, you talked about the possibility at halftime and here you are solo second in the West Coast Conference right now behind Gonzaga
3: Yeah, uh, that's that's big for us um, obviously we coming off a tough loss but uh, this is a really important game for us just to see what kind of team we are like I said and um, kind of secure that uh second in the league spot um so going into the these next games and going into the tournament that's going to be big for us to be in that second place spot
4: what a great job you guys uh, did on uh, bateman tonight 0 for 8 no points he's a great scorer a lot of people don't understand how important the big guys are in in, in guarding a guy like that maybe explain some of your responsibilities helping on uh, bateman and others
3: yeah bateman a great player and to hold a player like that to zero points, that doesn't happen very often. But tonight we were lucky enough to do that. And as far as it goes um, with the bigs helping out on that, just when he drives, he's a really aggressive driver. And so when he gets to the hoop, we got to help over and then slide down um, and try to block the shot. But uh, I think we did a really good job uh, on him tonight. What was the approach
1: after night like Thursday
3: uh, for the guys, Gav? And maybe did it take
1: a while to maybe – till things got going for you tonight as a team?
3: Yeah, just – It it was a really tough loss um, on Thursday, and I mean, we were all mad and tired, but we knew we had to pull together for this game, and so it was great to um, see the team be able to do that, just come together, and um, didn't have a great first half, but... uh, Ran away with it in the second, so that was good.
1: Well, great night for you, a great night for the team with the way the guys bounce back and uh, finish this this one off. So hopefully, much more to come from you and the guys. And uh, good luck as we get into it next week. Thank you, Gavin.
3: All right, thanks, rick
1: That is Gavin Baxter, and he's been our Sport Court courtside interview. Dave Rose next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell.
1: All right, the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show now, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Uh, Coach Dave Rose coming up in a minute. Uh, quickly, some time for um, Mike Dunlap's postgame comments. Our thanks to broadcast intern uh, Blake McMullen from getting these yeah, well, you know what? I see Dave Rose approaching right now. I think we'll hold off on Coach Dunlap so we can get uh, Coach Rose with us uh, courtside here, ASAP. And then we'll hear from the head coach of LMU in a little bit. BYU is a winner today. Final score, 67-49. to BYU pulls away in the second half a 44-point second half after 23 in the first 20. Coach Dave Rose now putting on the headset and joining us as BYU improves to 93-0 when they hold teams to that 59-point or fewer number. LMU scores 49 Coach Rose, congrats. Really nice win tonight for you guys.
5: Yeah, it was a great win. I, I think that uh, there's so much going on. I mean, we we had a, a, a really uh, disappointing night on Thursday, and you try to get on to the next next game, and I thought our guys were really dialed in and focused yesterday in practice. And uh, it was short practice, but, you know, we kind of put in the game plan, and they were hopping around. And then today in shoot-around, it just seemed like, you know, they were uh, – not quite as excited, and, uh, and and that first half was was really interesting. It was one of those uh, halves where they controlled the tempo, they controlled the pace, and we tried to play the game at their style. And we're we, just you know we're just not very good at it. We Missed nine ten threes, and uh, we just needed way more energy on that court. And challenged the guys at halftime, and yeah, I, I, you know I, th- I really felt like they would respond, but. You know, you gotta, you gotta start making baskets, and things start have to start happening for you for that to, to really, uh, you know, be a factor. And and, and it's so important, especially at home, to get the crowd involved. And it's, it's hard for the crowd to get involved when, you know, you're, you're throwing shots up there that aren't going in, and you know, you got calls from the refs that everybody doesn't agree with. And but uh, my goodness, that second half, it might have been as, as, as well as we've played in here. All year long, as far as a half is concerned, and uh, our, our defensive focus was tremendous. We had, we were active. We got our hands on balls. We cov- recovered. We helped. We challenged at the rim. We got the ball out in transition, and then uh, we we're obviously really, really effective. I mean, you get, um, you know, Gav and, and, and Nick going seven for eight from threes, and that <laughs> that is just there's so much energy in that, you know. And I was telling the print media that. 24 games you know into the year before we win a game without those main two guys scoring double figures you know we relied on them and relied on them and relied on them all year long and now we got another group and I'm, I'm i'm really excited for uh the future i think this this uh you know these next eight nine ten games that, you know we've got here uh our best basketball is in front of us, and that's what excites me uh, about this group. With Gab, we got his he got his first start, and my goodness, he's, he took advantage of it from the very beginning. And um, He was really active and challenging shots. I mean, his line is tremendous, 25 points, 10 rebounds, 2 blocks, you know, uh, just a, a – he was really, really ready for uh, – you know, this night, and, and I'm really glad he responded like he did.
1: He dunks a lot of stuff, but uh, even w- w- with or without dunks, you include threes, he's made 17 of his last 24 shots from the field. He's as, as effective around the rim as anybody you've played.
5: It's it's really, it, it, I mean, it's, it's really great. I mean, and, it, and it's all started kind of maybe coming back from Christmas you know and and he just had kind of a different mindset and his practices have been tremendous and consistent day after day after day he's getting you know the same uh, effort and the, the same uh, repetitions and he's learned uh, our system and our playbook and it's kind of grown and uh, my goodness I mean you, you can go down uh, you know whole list of guys throughout BYU basketball history and You're going to have a hard time finding a line like this. There are very few, you know, 10 for 14, 2 for 3 from 3, 3 for 4 from the line, 10 rebounds. I mean, it's it's an impressive line, and I'm really happy for him because he's worked so hard, and and now I hope it's his time for uh, moving forward. So what made
1: tonight the right time to throw him out there at the start of a game?
5: Well, the matchups uh, from LMU, especially because of the size of these guys and, and Gav's length. You can just see there's times when he just surprises people that they think they got an angle on him or he's going to – and they're just going to lay it up. And then he comes from, you know, basically nowhere even though he's right there and, and blocks those shots and then he challenges those shots. And we really felt like these two guys, and even though Bateman is such an important player for him on our – and he was on the scout, you know, 1-1A – we, we needed to stop these two guys Scott and, uh, Markinson. and Markinson inside and, and so uh, and then then the, the comfort level that he has uh, with our game prep I mean it's it's not really sophisticated and it's not really complicated but it's pretty consistent in how we do it and he's you know figured it out and, and knows uh, you know what we're doing and how we do it and now he can get in there and, and play at the pace that he's comfortable with and then just use his talent because he's got a lot of talent.
1: You didn't start Nick in the game, but you did start up in the second half tonight.
5: Yeah, and that was, uh, you know, mainly because I, I just felt like we were missing a lot of things in the first half. But the one thing that I really felt like we had to have in the second half was just energy and effort and playing hard. Even if we were making mistakes, just we, we needed – somebody to lead out that would would uh would give all the effort and and what nick has done for us since you know the first game that he's played with us this year is that he is playing you know with the tank full right up at the top and he's he plays hard and he plays aggressive and you know i think that you know he would be the first one to tell you that he's still trying to you know find his game and his groove and whatever but that's what i wanted coming out of that half was just the effort that I, I, you know, I knew he would bring, and it could be a game changer. And it turned out to be that he not only had an unbelievable effort, but he was really effective offensively.
1: The BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is with Dave Rose, and it continues right after this on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show continues. Taking a look now at our Bank of American Fork big-time performance of the game. Enjoy a free check-in account that can earn big interest with the MyRate check-in account from Bank of American Fork. And Coach Rose, we've discussed him already, but tough to avoid uh, Gavin Baxter getting his first career start and putting up his first career double-double with 25-10. and 10. And you covered his line pretty well in our first segment. But uh, what a great response from somebody that uh, has certainly shown flashes and uh, kind of building, building toward this.
5: Yeah, and now, you... now, you know, our, our challenge will be for, for him to... Uh... You know, he's gonna get elevated on everybody else's scatter report you know and so they're gonna have they're gonna game plan a little bit for him and we we'll, we'll work through that but uh, you know I think that he's I mean he's really on his way to uh, some real consistent you know basketball here you know playing for our guys and I you know I he, he did he played so well and he deserves the award but I'll tell you another guy Nick Nick Emery for um you know about eight 10 12 minutes out there tonight I mean he he looked like uh you know, the guy that we, we had here two or three years ago, you know, and I felt so, you know, and we, we you know, Nick and I have had so many discussions and so many, uh, you know, um, just kind of conversations about, okay, how are we going to get this to work? And tonight it just was kind of a just a perfect storm. We needed him in such a bad way, and then he responded with the big three in the first half and then, bam, hit four in the second half. And had four steals. I mean, so yep. active with his hands and getting his, you know, just getting into the passing lanes and, uh, and you know, and then get out in transition where he's he's really good.
1: He's getting close to 200 career threes, which is a big number. Uh, before I leave, uh, Gav, you, you told me pregame, he said, maybe, hey, let's try and get him out there 20 to 25 minutes. And he said, if he's really going well, get him around 30, yeah. and he gets up near 33 yeah, well, yeah,
5: tonight. Hey, if you're going to get 25 and 10, then, you know, <laughs> you could probably deserve, you know, 30-plus minutes. And, uh, and and you know, the, the, obviously the offense is so good as far as, you know, you, you get a guy that goes 10 for 14 in a game. But, uh, you know, defensively, he just really caused those two big guys issues. I mean, they, they none of them – either one of them really got going. I mean, what, what would they end up with? Markison had nine and, and Eli Scott had four. So, you know, that's a, that's an, another really big, um, you know, uh, factor in, in, in just the quality of play that we got from
1: him. And Bateman ended up, by the way, with the 0 for 8, 0 points, as we discussed. Uh, so Nick now has 35 games. With three or more threes in a game, and now ten with five or more in a game, and he had five. He's going five for five. You've seen nice like this from Nick, but it's been a little while.
5: Yeah, and and you know the thing the thing with Nick is is that his effort um, every day in practice. He hasn't taken a day off. He hasn't. I mean, he I think he really appreciates the opportunity that he has, and he, he loves his team. He loves these guys because they've all helped him in so many ways. And, you know, the, the, most of the conversation is I just want to find a way to help this team and make this team better, and he sure found a way tonight to help us, and uh, thank goodness because we we needed it.
1: You've started the second half of league play now, and you are solo, second in the West Coast Conference six
5: 6-3. Yeah, the, the, the game today with uh, San Francisco and St. Mary's was uh, pretty interesting. St. Mary's got off to an unbelievable start and made all their shots, got up 17 at half, and then... San Francisco put a real run on them, and uh, I think cut it to two or three, and then uh, St. Mary's hung hung on there to win. But uh, what is it, three? Maybe three or four teams with three losses at the turn, and you know we're obviously we're all trying to chase the, the zags. But that second that second spot's important too. So everybody's got to you know bring their best game, and that, that's what I'm excited for. I think that our team has a real um, you know a, a real window here to really improve as we you know go down the stretch here and. Um, hopefully that's what happens.
1: You've just wrapped up a three-game homestand with two wins. Now you're back on the road uh, to the trials Center on Thursday.
5: Yeah, we're we're, we're out and back next week. Uh, so we have one home game, one road game, and then the next week we go for two road games. So I mean, those uh those three games on the road, and then this this single home game, the next four games will be really important for us and how we're going to finish this this thing. And I, uh, I mean, you know, I'm happy for the guys because we had a really disappointing Thursday. And h- how long does that affect you? How long do you stay on that? Does Can one loss go to two losses and then three losses? And, you know, with our guys being able to, you know, pull this one out, hopefully we'll get on a little string here and uh, and, and find some of our best bas- basketball here.
1: Tonight's attendance finally, Coach, right around the season average, almost at 12,000. And in the second half, when things were going so well, you gave those folks a lot to cheer and this place got pretty loud.
5: Good crowd. You yep, have yep, good energy in the building and you know, it, it's, it's amazing when you're making shots, especially threes, you know, how everybody gets involved, and uh, and you can see it really lift our guys. And I'm mean, just uh, really happy for our guys and the win and finish the week, you know, uh, on a much better note.
1: Fantastic. We will see you in studio on uh, Tuesday, Coach Rose. Congratulations again. We'll talk to you then.
5: All right. Thanks a lot, Greg.
1: All right. That is Coach Dave Rose. Mike Dunlap's thoughts next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: BYU tonight improves to 14 and 10 on the season, six and three in the WCC, solo second, and 11 to 11 and two here at home with a 67 49 victory over the LMU Lions. Head coach of the Lions is Mike Dunlap. He had these uh, post-game comments a short time ago. Our thanks to broadcast intern Blake McMullen for getting them.
6: First half was great, and in the second half we turned the ball over too much. So going into halftime, you guys had the lead. What was kind of the message that you sent to your players at that time? Just that we had quality defense, and to keep them at 23 points in this building good job. As you came into the second half, um, what did you notice between the beginning of the second half and the end? Just say we turned the ball over too much, and that ignited their crowd and them with some easy baskets. So in a game like this where it was very back and forth uh, in the beginning and then towards the end of the game, uh, BYU kind of pulled away, what are you kind of telling your players as you prepare for the next challenge? Uh, Well, we have USD, and we take the lessons learned from the second half and, and implement them in practice and play USD. Both of the leading scorers for both teams were, were kind of quiet tonight. Um, what did you see out there that kind of, uh, I guess, had, had an impact on both players? Well, with Childs, we were doubling him, so he didn't have a lot of room to score. And then for our guy, they did the same thing. They played him with two men, so that's that was the strategy. Did you feel like doubling Yoli Childs had a, an impact on Gavin Baxter, kind of taking over the game a little bit? Yeah, I think he got loose on some stuff. He's not a three-point shooter. It was Christmas time for him today and happy for him, but that's not how he makes his living. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. We look forward to seeing you guys in a couple weeks and appreciate your time tonight. You bet. Thank you.
1: All right, uh, thank you, Mike Dunlap and intern Blake McMullen. Appreciate it. All right, that's going to do it for our broadcast this evening. Thank you, Cougar Nation, for tuning in wherever you were or are tonight uh, whether listening uh, over the air via satellite, an app, online, however you chose to be with us. Thanks for joining us. Our appreciation to the crew. Back at BYU Radio, our control board operator, Cole Wissinger, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our coordinating producer. Terry South, our broadcast internet, BYU Radio, Sterling Richards. Appreciation to Sean O'Neill and Don Shaline, along with Dane Craig from BYU Radio as well. Courtside, Russ Larson, our statistician, my color commentary colleague, Mark Durant. And appreciation to Gavin Baxter and Dave Rose for joining us post game as well. Our thanks to uh, Matthew Lerman, the SID for LMU, for helping us hear from uh, Derek Clark, Mike Dunlop, assistant in the pregame and appreciation to Kyle Chilton, Jenny Wheeler, the entire BYU Basketball Media Relations staff for their assistance in our broadcast prep as well. For everybody, my name is Greg Grubel, reminding you of tonight's final score, which is 67-49, BYU over LMU. We're next with you... From the trial Center in uh, Portland, it'll be BYU and the Portland Pilots on Thursday night. And that'll be an 8 o'clock local time tip. So 9 o'clock mountain time tip with an 8 o'clock mountain time pregame on Thursday. Then back right at it here at the Marriott Center next Saturday night for Pacific in town. So a two-game week, one on the road and one at home. That'll do it again for tonight. In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.
0: Listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU basketball is a production of BYU athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin BYU Sports Network.